Hey y'all, thank you so much for tuning in to another IG Live. If you are listening to the replay on the Responsible Homegirl podcast, thank you for tuning in, rocking with me. Tonight, we are going to be talking about investing in your self-education. Investing in your self-education. So as you come into the room, invite a friend. I need you to send this out to someone because we're going to be talking about some really good stuff tonight. And I feel like everybody needs to hear it. These are the type of conversations that we need to normalize within our community. So send it out and then we're going to get started real soon with investing in your self-education. So the reason why I even wanted to talk about this is because I'm not sure if y'all follow, you know, the well, I know y'all probably follow the Responsible Homegirl, but if you follow my personal page, I gave y'all some behind the scenes this past weekend. I went to Atlanta to go to CultureCon, which is an event for Black creatives. And it was a really good experience. But as I was editing the vlog, I was like, you know what? I need to talk to my community about investing in yourself, what to expect, um, and just wrapping your mindset around something that may be new. Or even if you're used to investing in yourself, some things that just, you know, I don't want to say may not sit well with you, but if you're not satisfied, if you have invested your money into a course, an ebook, an event, and you're not 100% satisfied, how to really look at that and how to still, you know, come out on top and be successful. So we're going to dig right into it. And y'all know I got my notes here because your girl can and will ramble, but I'm not going to do that. My notes are going to keep me on track. So I just want us to go ahead and jump right in with investing in your self-education. So most of the time, our education is really kind of, majority of our education, it takes place in like formal school. So preschool, K through 12, college, if you went to college. Um, and then if you have a job and the job actually cares about your development, then maybe they'll send you out different places and invest in you for you to learn, grow, blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, once we leave these places, your education does not stop there. Your education does not stop there. So I want us to wrap our minds around always remaining a student. Because as long as you remain a student, you will always grow. You will always have something to offer someone. You will always be able to add value to someone. Oftentimes, we get too comfortable with the knowledge that we have, and then it's like, mm, I get bored, or mm, I don't have nothing else left to give because I've already given all that I have. So we have to really remain a student and stay humble. So I say that to say, like I said earlier, your learning doesn't just stop after you leave You know your formal education. And I'm not going to lie, we put a whole lot of you know, emphasis and hype on, you know, graduating high school, graduating college, and all of those things are super important. But at the end of the day, I feel like when you invest in your self-education, it's because you actively want to know something. I'm not just investing my money because it's the thing to do, aka college. A lot of people, they go to college and don't even know why. I was one of them. Like I went to school because I know I was smart. I was good at it. I was going to succeed. But if somebody really asked me like, why are you going? What do you want to do? I used to say with my mouth like, oh, I want to be a dentist. But that wasn't really true. So on the flip side, when you invest in your self-education, 
you know exactly why you're investing in something. You're investing in something because A, you want to learn more about it. Two, you're interested in it. And you know, you've Googled all you can Google. You've YouTube all you can YouTube. And there's more for you to learn. So when you invest in your self-education, it's just a whole different ball game. And when I say invest, I mean actually pay because you can invest in your self-education by watching YouTube videos and Googling. Like all of that research is super duper good, but I'm just a strong believer. And when you pay, you pay attention because we are super duper, you know, we're real serious about where we put our coin. So if you put your coin into something, oh, you definitely going to take it up a notch. Now, whether or not you take action on it, that's a whole different story, but you will pay attention for the time being. So now that goes into point number one. If y'all saw my thread earlier, you saw that number one, I said investing is not enough. I am pro investing your self-education, you know, spend your dollars on learning more, growing more, blah, blah, blah. But investing is not enough. You have to be willing to do the work. So most of us, we already have full plates, meaning we have a whole lot of responsibilities, we have leisure things that we want to do. We have like a little boo, a little bay that we got to give some attention to. Please be real. Y'all already know. Some of us, we feel like we don't even have enough hours in the day to do all of the things that we want to do. So we have these very full plates and then we go invest in something and just think, oh, because I invested, I can expect these results. Mm -mm. You have to make room for it. You have to make room to change. You have to make room to spend some time studying. You have to make room to actually take action. And y'all heard I just say take time studying because just because you invest in a course, an ebook, um, an event, like it still doesn't stop there because the information that you get, whether you want to believe it or not, is very limited. And I've taken very good courses. I've read very good ebooks, went to amazing events, but the work doesn't stop there. There's still more to learn. There is still another experience that you can get. So investing is just simply not enough. It's part of the game. Investing is really like, you know, you come into the door and you knocking on it and then finally they let you in. But once you get in, are you going to stand at the door or are you going to, you know, explore to the living room? Are you going to check out the kitchen see if they got anything cooking up in there? Are you going to take a little break and go to the bathroom? Are you going to chill, take a rest, take a nap in the bedroom? So I want y'all to remember that investing is just knocking on the door and getting inside. But once you actually take those next steps and you explore a little bit, then you get access to other stuff. And when I say other stuff, AKA results, AKA success, AKA more education, more knowledge that you probably didn't have before. So now point number two, sometimes you won't get what you're expecting and that's okay. So I want to be, <laughs> I say that so fast. I want to be really real with y'all. So this past weekend, like I told you before, I went to Culture Con in Atlanta and it was a really great experience. Not even going to hold you. It was a great experience. I met some dope people. I got a chance to see like, you know, some people that I'm um, inspired by via online. I got to see them in person. I networked with people. I got to see how a girl's vision in her head, she manifested in real life. However, 
I was really disappointed with the content of CultureCon. Because before I do anything, I'm always setting my intentions. So I went to CultureCon with an expectation to get like practical advice for how I'm going to grow the responsible homegirl, how I'm going to monetize the responsible homegirl. And I was expecting like just more substance from the speakers. Now, the speakers weren't bad, but they were very inspirational, very motivational. But I didn't go to CultureCon for that. Which is okay. But I share that to say whatever you do, you want to be very intentional. You want to have expectation. So I went to Coach Con with this expectation. No, the event really didn't deliver on my expectation, but that doesn't make it a bad event. It also didn't make it a bad investment. And the reason why I say that is because being in the room with Coach, being in the room at Coach Con, I realized that there were, you know, different types of people there. That's why it's so important that you know who you are targeting. So it was probably some creatives in the building at CultureCon who needed to be inspired, who needed to be motivated, who felt down and bad and felt like, dang, I don't know if I can do this for real. But not to toot my own horn, that's not me. Because I do my self-work, even though, you know, an encouraging word is always nice, inspiration, motivation, but my belief system is already there. So because I've already had this belief system like, oh, you know, I can do this for real. I don't need inspiration. I need practical tips. So whenever you're investing in your self-education, you need to be intentional. What do you want from this? What do you want on the other side of the money? What do you want? Don't just be investing your money just to say, oh, I need to do this. Or just because you see somebody doing a thing, because everybody that's successful it doesn't necessarily mean that they're a good teacher. I had to learn that the hard way as well. And even that is okay. Like I said on my post earlier, don't be bitter about it because there's always a lesson to learn. You literally have to take a step back and look for the lesson and say, okay, no, they didn't meet my expectation on this. However, I did get X, Y, Z. Like you have to look for the bright side. Sometimes people just be so in their feelings in their feelings because something didn't, you know, work out the way it was supposed to work out. But I mean, hey, it just comes with the territory. Hey, girl. Hey, y'all. Make sure you invite a friend to the live. We are talking about investing in your self-education. If you're just getting here, number one, the first thing I said was, you know, always do your research and ask questions. Investing is not enough. Investing is simply you getting to the door. You knocking on it. And then once you get inside the room, you have to explore a little bit. You got to get access to the other stuff. Number two, I said, sometimes you won't get what you're expecting and that's okay. But you always need to be intentional. What do you want? Don't just be investing your money just to invest your money. Now, number three, this is my favorite one. Your journey is your journey. Just because you invest your money into a course, into an ebook, into an event, and you're getting all of this dope information from somebody, that does not mean that you won't not that you won't have your own set of trials and mistakes. Period. Two years ago, when I invested, I think my class was like maybe $250 from the mobile home elite investors. Their class is not that now, and I love that for them, but I thank God I caught it at 
but I invested $250 in that course. The course was so good. It has so much information, so many details, so many case studies, all of this good stuff. But when I started my mobile home journey, oh, I made so many mistakes. I had so many trials, so many things that came up that they didn't even talk about in the course. Why didn't they talk about it? Maybe they didn't have that experience. So regardless of whether or not you invest in a course, your journey is still your journey. Welcome the mistakes. Embrace the process. So fast forward, March 19th, I hosted my very first Saturday school. So I'm telling my students about, you know, everything that I've learned. I'm giving them my process for how I get deals and close deals, X, Y, Z. So one of my students, she was like, okay, well, I've already ordered my bandit signs. If you don't know what bandit signs is, bandit signs are basically like the signs, that, the yard signs that you see on the side of the road that may say like, we buy houses or we buy cars or something like that. So her bandit signs were taking a long time to come. So she was like, you know what? While my bandit signs are, you know, taking their time, I'm still going to do something. So she started calling around mobile home parks, seeing if they had any inventory that she could, you know, sell and help them add value to their company. And please tell me why her very two first deals were in mobile home parks. Mine, however, were not in mobile home parks. So although she had invested in a course from me and I was able to give her the game and help her with her wholesaling journey, she had a totally different process, a totally different process. So the beauty in investing in your self-education, and that kind of leads into my last point, is that you're really paying for people's mistakes. You're paying for people's insight. You're paying for people's um, experiences and sometimes even their access. Now, I'm not saying you get access to every person that you invest in, but in the case that I'm explaining to y'all, my students got access to me. So I want us to shift our mindset from, oh, I'm just putting, I'm paying $100 just to learn XYZ. I can Google this or I can YouTube that. No, that's not what you're paying for. You're paying for their experience, their insight, their perspective, things that you can't YouTube and things that you can't Google. Just can't. But I still want you to know throughout your journey, your journey is your journey. Just because it happened a way for your coach, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to happen the same way for you. You still just have to take the knowledge and apply it. That's the only thing that you can do. To be honest, we can't even control our outcomes. As much as we would like to control our outcomes, we can't control our outcomes. Now, if we go back to the wholesaling journey um, or the wholesaling example, when I first started my journey, y'all, it took me six months to close my very first deal. Six long months to close my very first deal. Now, my student that I was just telling y'all about, it took her less than two weeks. Less than two weeks. Now, throughout the entire class, I was telling my students, okay, y'all, we're going to close our first deal in three months. Close our, deal in, our first deal in three months. Now, that is wishful and hopeful thinking. And I'm not even going to say it's not possible because it is possible. But at the end of the day, we cannot control our outcomes. The only thing that we can control is what we consistently do, how we consistently show up, period. That's it and that's all. So the next thing, um, like I said earlier, that kind of segue into my last point, which was 
Um, you're paying for somebody's experience, their mistakes, access to them. And I want y'all to know how much value it is in storytelling. So this is why the podcast is such a huge thing with the Responsible Homegirl and something that I'm always pouring into. Because when people tell their stories, it just gives you like, I would say the sense of inspiration that you're not going through this alone. Somebody else may have a similar story from you or they may be totally different, but they just give you inspiration that you can do it too. Because none of us are super duper special. I just believe that. None of us are special. However, some of us are more disciplined than others. Some of us are more consistent than others. And that's why we have different results. So I want us to think about how are we showing up? How are we being disciplined? How are we consistently adding value to the lives of other people? Because the more you do that, the money will come. The more you do that, your business will grow. The more you do that, you will make much like a, what am I trying to say? Like a much bigger stamp on people. And storytelling, it, like I said earlier, it kind of gets us in the door. It ramps us up a little bit to see that it is possible because we're all human. Sometimes we fall victim to fear. I have fallen victim to fear before. Not doing a thing because I'm scared. I'm scared that it's not going to work out a certain way. Or I'm scared of what people may think. Or I'm scared of my own success. There are so many things, but we have to diminish our fear and increase our faith. Because the same energy, time, effort that we put into thinking about why something won't work, the same energy, we need to apply that to why it will work or why it can work. Period. I'm going to say that one more time for the people in the back. The people that be really struggling with fear. The same energy that we put into why something can't work, we need to put that same energy into why something will work. Because it will work if we show up. It may not look like, you know, what you think is going to look like. But it can work. Consistency is the name of the game. And I'm even preaching to myself because in my business right now, I'm at a place where I'm like, dang, I'm always showing up. I'm always doing this, blah, blah, blah. So what? Keep doing it. Because y'all, it only takes one time. It only takes one time. I can't remember the podcast episode, but on my podcast, I had interviewed um, this girl named Andrea and she's the owner of Motherland Essentials which is a all-natural skincare product line they sell soaps and body butters and all type of stuff and she was telling me a story about how she was just consistently posting on Instagram about her business creating all this content xyz and during the pandemic y'all she got an order for 17,000 soap bars I'm like girl what and she makes the soap. She's not outsourcing the soap. She's not buying the soap. She makes the soap. So from her consistency, in one day, her business was changed forever. She got 17,000 orders of soap. Please don't tell me what's not possible. Because literally anything is possible. But are you willing to put in the work? Are you willing to invest in your self-education? Because you do not stop being a student after you graduate from high school and or college. It don't stop there. You need to consistently feed this mind. 
And you don't always have to open your wallet. I feel like opening your wallet gives you a little bit more access. It gives you a little bit more insight. But y'all, we have access to so much information right now. You can listen to the Responsible Homegirl podcast. You can listen to so many different things that you're interested in. We have to get in the habit or I would say adopt the mindset of following people who are doing the things that we desire and not not doing it to copy them, but doing it to really put a twist on what it is that we're doing. Because sometimes we think we lack so much and it's like, no, look at how they're showing up. You may think you need to pay for something when all you really have to do is be consistent. You can look at their marketing scheme. You can look at how they're interacting with their community. You can look at how often they post. It's so many things that we can learn just by taking a step back and watching. Period. So what else? What else? What else on this list? Okay. So I want y'all to put in the chat like right now. Are y'all in the process of investing in your self-education? Do you value investing in your self-education? Like, do you even think it's important? Talk to me a little bit about investing. Because, excuse me, like I said earlier, I know investing in your self-education can be a little weird if you're not used to it. If you're not used to paying to go to events and paying to go to conferences and ebooks and, you know, buying courses... All of that stuff may just seem like, oh, they just trying to get my money. But no, when you do your proper research, when you ask these people questions, like when I launched Saturday School in March, there were people asking me questions about wholesaling mobile homes. And I welcome that. I want you to ask me questions. I want you to understand that your investment is going to be a good investment. And throughout the entire process, if you have any questions, I'm there for you. So I don't want y'all to just throw y'all money out there just for the sake of doing it like no do your due diligence but don't be afraid to invest in yourself because being afraid to invest in yourself can really keep you at a standstill we quick to buy shoes which is nothing is wrong with that we quick to go out to eat nothing is wrong with that we quick to buy a bag quick to buy a new outfit get kiani is nothing wrong with that but if we look at Like, we can't look at the cost of investing in our self-education as a burden. Like, we'll spend $100 on something to make us look nice. But if a course costs $100, it's like, that course $100? Like, no, I don't need you to have that energy. I need you to have the mindset of this $100, if I invest in this and I actually take action, this could change my life. This could bring me more income. This could help me think differently. This can help me be surrounded by other people. Change your mindset. Change your mindset. So what y'all talking about here? Consistency and show up. That's good. Absolutely. And I don't even think we understand how hard consistency is. Because I don't think no human just ever feels like, you know, always doing something. It's no way. I don't always feel like posting. I don't always feel like going live. I don't always feel like sending out an email to my community. I don't always feel like editing a podcast or even recording up. Well, I'm not going to lie. I love hearing people's stories. So I like recording podcast episodes. But I don't always feel like doing that stuff. So y'all, consistency is hard, but it's so rewarding. That's why successful people always say, be consistent. So that was really good. 
Yes, I'm all for investing in self, events, courses, etc. Exactly. Yes, you have to invest in yourself. Yes. I've invested quite a few. I need to put the action in by prioritizing everything in my life. No, for real. I and I can honestly relate to that and that goes back